0: Bad, immoral, and wrong This is the Modern Eater Show Piping hot and delicious The Modern Eater Boom,
1: boom, boom, boom,
0: boom. Come and get it And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker
1: Alright, yes we can and here we are 602 in the Mile High City Greg Allenbach, Chef Nicky Olst, and uh, formerly known as Jay Parker, <laughs> uh, uh, noodles. Man, noodles. Man, is that Listen, related to
2: food? You guys.
1: If you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> go this noodle route, I mean, I will support it. And I, uh, but you're gonna, then you're gonna get one back, and it's, it's gonna be something of the Shrek. It's te- and, you know what? It's, it's terrible, and nobody knows what we're talking about. And, and really, it's neither here nor there but your name now is noodles if you care to expand upon that that's fine it's a food show noodles is perfectly good it works and uh but don't take something j noodles and turn it around to be in your favor I'm not why would it be in my favor? I mean the facts still remain. That, well, there's facts remain, nobody knows what we're talking about and then B the the outcome of that that nobody knows what we're talking Big about. Big show today. Looking forward to it. Uh he stepped in here and Marvin Williams, he's one to he's just going to be a great conversation. Bruschi's uh fire and wine Italian restaurant. I wonder if that we will ask we will ask uh, Marvin when he comes on the show if that's a new tagline for them. I like it a lot. Um Really describes what they're doing and, and their concept of a Bruxy's restaurant and uh, a Bruxy's is at twenty two hundred Youngfield Street in Lakewood. Is that right? Is that the, that's the new address? Okay, uh, yeah, kick your microphone on there, Marvin. We'll keep you around for a while. Um, also joining us in the show, and this was an interesting one. Uh, in the kitchen, we're going to have Chef John Tzar. And he has a restaurant in Dallas called Knife. Knife is a steakhouse. And uh, they're doing a lot of great things. And Chef John Tizar apparently has his hands in a lot of stuff with uh, Element. And uh, Element is a hospitality group. And they're bringing a new restaurant here to Denver on Broadway, which we were supposed to see this week, Jay. We were. I feel uh, so bad for their PR job. I, hey, she, did you mess with her like we said we were going to mess with her? No, I forgot. Tell the story what happened. So, uh, you know, Element is opening a new place, and they had a soft opening, and a little media get-together, and Greg and I were invited, and uh, so, okay, made plans to go down. It got canceled. so. Thursday. Thursday got canceled uh, on Thursday. Because Fine, of things some, happen. Uh, hey, it's the real world. Totally, you know? it's the real Putting world. Being a
2: restaurant is hard, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and we obviously doing this. We don't bat an eye at something like that. Yep. Uh, you know, if anything, we're like, okay, well, we'll yeah. do something else. Come back tomorrow, same yeah. time, and same so place. So it's like, uh, so the email Friday. was is uh, we'll do a Friday, and it's like, okay, great. So we rescheduled. We'll be there Friday. Kind of, we're a little bit less time on our hands to do it, but we'll make it. And then uh, Friday afternoon, uh, email comes in and it says uh, Friday's Canceled. Wait, but I love the way that she had to, and she's she is just um, she she's a gal that works really hard. Oh sure. And Screen PR agency is what I think it is. Mm -hmm. Her name's Katie Knock. Yeah, Katie Knock. Yeah. the, the, The title of the email was, "I do not, and I hate." having to send this email out but here it goes yeah and then <laughs> here it is and then it's like and i mean you would i mean i actually respect that because it's i mean what else are you gonna you're say you're right. human, human Every yeah, yeah. things yeah. are going on that so way. we didn't get to see it but he is on the show so uh you know what are you gonna do and there's so many cool concepts with element hospitality group mm-hmm. and uh looking forward to getting down there and seeing element whenever you know they get around opening <laughs> <mean, it>, <laughs> up anyway. yeah hey like, but fooled me once What's George Bush's one? Fooled me once, shame on me. Fooled me twice, shame on me again or something like that. That sounds about right. Shame on me twice. Um, But, yeah, three times. I don't know, man. It's like I'm starting to think we're getting messed. We should go down Broadway and see. Is this actually even, is this like a PR stunt? That's going it wouldn't be, wouldn't be too bad I mean it's it's definitely peaking the interest right it would be accomplishing so, that yeah last week uh, where we've we been on we're in uh, studio this week we've been on a stretch of remotes for I believe uh, a month and a half it's what? it's uh, forgetting which floor you're on in the elevator type uh, distance between the last time we were in studio we went yeah. to uh, Briar common that's one of the places we went to yeah first I have to recognize this is the first time in uh, ever that we get to meet our lovely new uh engineer board op TJ is behind uh, the glass there, and she's welcome to chime in anytime she wants to. But that's kind of cool, getting back in studio and kind of seeing where the uh, pieces of the puzzle are. Well, it was fun to see uh, uh, a face to go with the voice because, right. like yeah. you said, we've been on remote so many. It's like, hey, TJ, how you doing? You hear the voice, mm-hmm. you know, and you never know what you're gonna get, you know. And then, uh, then you finally meet somebody, and you go, oh, great. I just hope that we're not as freaky as she thought we'd be.
2: Well, That's true. I don't oh, know. I'm sure that we live up to side that of it.
1: every bit of freakiness in the drinker show. New Image Brewing, that'll be fun. We'll have them on the show. And Brandon Cap's owner, founder, and head brewery, is going to sneak on in here and we're going to talk about uh, New Image Brewing Company. And uh, uh, along with that, we have a major announcement. Major, like major, pretty major, not small, no, not big, major, major.
2: I like it. Yeah.
1: I wonder if I ever had a kid, I want to name him major. Major, I like that. Or something food related, like, like pot pie,
2: pot pie, French fry,
1: French fry. No, not, no. Not really. If I ever blessed the world by procreating, no. I would no. name my child boy, boy or girl. I would name uh, it Razor.
2: Razor. I could
1: see you doing that. Yeah. Razor Parker. Just be sharp. You know, <laughs> way to just send him right into emo music world and. Yeah, well, and if
2: it's a chick and her sitting with. He,
1: uh, well, they'll both be, they'll both look the same. checker <laughs> guy. They'll both look the same. And, the, you know, the black fingernail polish and sit downstairs, you know, kind of beg hey, them to get out of the hey, basement. Hey, listen, man. If, they, if, if, if it's my child, I would support said uh, child. And, and please don't breed, because we figured out this week you are a weakling. <laughs> That's why you're called noodles. <laughs> Listen, don't just throw in little zings here and there unless you want the whole story. I'm in love with uh, Hearth and Graham. Right, me too. And Chef Jeff Wall down there. Here's how, here's how bad he is. Like bad he's, good. He's
2: bad here's a, good.
1: Is Chef Preston Phillips from Grind said, hey, do you think you could get Chef Wall to let me cook with him in the kitchen that- for a couple hours? <laughs>
2: He was, like, perping you to get in? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Doing it right and brought out for my birthday um, just delicious courses. And here's one word of advice for anybody out there in the shot of our voice. If a chef ever comes to you and says, um, hey, you just want me to put some stuff together for you? Never. The answer is yes. Undubitably. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. I'll eat whatever you put in front of me. Yes. His steak tartare is, like, the best in town right now. It's so amazing. Oh, my
1: goodness. I see you as the type that would say no, that you would change that. <laughs> and you, and you're, it, or
2: put limitations on. Yeah. Or like, something yes, be like, hey, I listen, this, this or that's this. a great
1: idea, Chef Wall. You go back there and go crazy, but just let me throw when this out this real quick. When did I get this picky jacket? You, well, you are, somewhat. You Are you saying you're not? I just know what I like. I mean, why shouldn't people in this world, especially when they're spending money, Oh, yeah and they're going out to eat, why shouldn't you get what you want, Jay? Well, no, you should get what you want, but uh, what I'm saying is... Just because you've been on the other side of being beat down by people's requests to where you've had 25 years of animosity built up that you don't want someone to have ranch with their fries or something for some (laughs) weird reason. Well, it's not Uh, that melodramatic, but... uh, It 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 really is. No. It really is. Come on. Uh, Anyone, any restaurant that has a whiskey cart that's gonna make an old-fashioned at my table first of all because i had like nine of them i think <laughs> that i think i sold 42 of them
2: oh right because you the cart goes by right and people yeah see it and they love watching it happen next door
1: Yeah, freezing that glass on the that's so
2: amazing they do a great job there
1: so what did chef make you what did he bring out for your birthday then what did you, what that, didn't he? Is that what is that what happened though? Uh, is, nice is, charcuterie plate. Uh, he brought out the beef tartar. Have you have you not looked at our Instagram lately, Jay? Uh, no, I yeah I looked at it, but there's so much great content on there, Greg, that it's ro- <laughs> it's rolled into. You know what I have to get things. better at is uh, descriptions of what you're looking at. Of what because I'm so lazy when it comes to social media, I just want to give up and say some uh, like a witty one liner. That I'm actually forgetting that people want to know what the dish is. Mm-hmm. I've actually turned more to, and, and you should know this because you see it. But uh, b- the basic stuff, because it's almost like I think the witty one-liner is what. Yeah, is exactly what people don't want. Or if they they just don't wanna, want. Yeah, they don't want that. Like they just want to know what they're looking at. So that's what I've been doing, and I've been getting a few better responses as far as I mean, how are you gauging system. that. Uh, by likes and uh, participation by by, by viewers. And it's like I'm literally like I'll put up the same picture I was going to put up, but instead of going like, uh, you know, uh, ham uh, in the sea, whatever it is. See, that was a bad analogy. I would just say it's a ham sandwich with with uh <laughs> triple fries terrible analogy <laughs> yeah yeah taco it. tuesday <laughs> yeah sometimes you know well, what, uh, what's in the taco give Saturday. me a second i'll think of a better analogy but i just put literally like what it is you know where before. have you gone this week nikki
2: uh, i went to bird call yesterday which is fair I, let's
1: talk about that a little bit because we were doing a live remote over at bruise beers yeah. and and park burger where they have their mobile park sure. burger sure running around and uh, obviously park burger bangs out a delicious uh hamburger yeah and they know that uh listen hamburgers people are doing them and they're doing them well and it used to be you know if you want to do a good hamburger you had good sourcing and you're making your buns and you had all this stuff good but now everybody really jumps on that on that train. So, chicken, chicken yeah. is the deal right the Bird Call now.
2: Birdcall is the Park Burger's new space over in Five Points.
1: So, explain the the setup.
2: So it's ch- fried chicken sandwiches specifically. You can get some other things. The setup is there's four kiosks that you walk up to.
1: Kiosk. Okay. So like, I'm um, just I'm going back to my days in high school yeah. where I managed a kiosk at Sunglass Hut.
2: Yeah. It's imagine um, an iPad on a pedestal. That's basically what it is. That is this very small iPad on a pedestal. It's a yellow, bright yellow pedestal. They're, so you walk up. You walk up. You choose what you want. You can look Does at the menu. Does it do like retina? No. <laughs> you do have to swipe <laughs> your credit card yeah, first. Yeah, retina, right?
1: Yeah. It's like, to uh, yeah. Uh,
2: start ordering. Or if you're going to pay in cash, you can actually speak to somebody. But to start ordering, you do have to swipe your credit card.
1: So okay, to, so no war, interaction. There's a warrant yeah. out. You say you don't want to use the key out <laughs>
2: No, I mean think it's that extreme okay, yet right. i mean who knows right yeah and then so there's no front counter that you talk to somebody and there's no like menu board that you're looking at you're looking on this ipad and you scroll through you order what you want you can back up you simple can menu very simple like six different kinds there's a right. regular chicken there's okay. like the deluxe there's nashville hot which is all the rage southern there is a burger you can get which is great there's a few salads that look really nice fries are the only side besides the salad or you can get chicken tenders as a side which i think is very funny <laughs>
1: Chicken sandwich with a side a of chicken. No, yeah, i think why not great. What'd you have? Some people the... just don't want the chicken. bread.
2: Well, no, but I'm saying like at wit, as you can make your sandwich a combo with chicken tenders instead of fries. Oh,
1: okay. I missed <laughs> That's that.
2: That's funny. Uh so um, so, so how will...
1: do, so if if you have a hiccup, yeah. Someone's there. There is
2: somebody for you. there, yeah. So basically uh, So you...
1: I'm thinking of this like king, uh, Safeway uh safeware king supers, which I was so mad when they it's like I don't work here.
2: Oh, just check yourself. Yeah, out. I don't work sure. here. You know, why am I bagging my own
1: groceries type of thing? And
2: you enter it all in, and you type in your phone number, your email address, and they text you when your order is ready. So you go grab your ketchup and your soda, and you sit down. Standing
1: room, or you sit down? Tons
2: of sitting outside, beautiful outside patio space, indoors great, Um, great aesthetics. So is this for a less
1: expensive chicken sandwich?
2: I would say it's for a more affordable chicken sandwich that is delicious. I mean, it's a fried chicken breast. It's that good? It's really, really... I've been eating, this is my third chicken sandwich of the week. <laughs> and it's it's competing with the Royal Rooster, which is my favorite chicken sandwich in town right now.
1: Humans bring it out to you, though.
2: No, you literally go to, like, a portal. It sells you urine day one. It's like the Jetsons, one, and man. It drops it,
1: it down into a deal and yeah. you open so it who's, up. So who, who's the, the, the horrible person that's deemed having to speak to anybody?
2: There's a lovely lady there who checked my ID for the one that you can get beer and wine. Are they serve booze? Yeah, beer and wine, which is great. And then there were like probably two to three people walking around, you know, clearing plates if people didn't clear their own and sweeping and like actually checking on you. But there was no like interaction with service and tipping and all of that kind of thing.
1: It'll last two years.
2: Did, oh, no way, that place is going to be jamming so fast. Did you enjoy yeah.
1: that experience? I really... Part of it of not having to talk to somebody sure. like me about what kind of beer you yeah. want and all that. Well,
2: know, and, like, looking thing. at the screen, you know, and, like, doing that thing where you don't know. And my friend and I went, and she was ordering, and we ordered completely different things. And
1: So, basically, they're saying out front, we don't want senior citizens. <laughs> I mean, because they, they, they would just not well, be able to work that thing. I mean, hey, let's be realistic. Maybe. I mean, they can't, you know, you see <laughs> that in this. <laughs> Williams, he's the GM of a Brucci's Fire and Wine Italian restaurant, 2200 Youngfield Street in Lakewood. And I've uh, really been, it's been a while. I want to talk to these guys again. And Marvin's here in studio. Looking forward to it. We'll be back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show on I Radio.
0: Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook,
1: Facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the This goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things.
0: Hot dogs. Get your Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Hot dogs for grown-ups and kids alike. Awesome homemade sausages. Get your Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs, 100% single-sourced meat, never any artificial flavors or coloring, and always hormone-free. Experience the best dogs you'll ever eat, just two blocks from Coors Field, a perfect place to sit on a sun-filled outdoor patio and grab a beer and dog before a game. Billy's Gourmet Hot Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com
1: All right, back to the show, Un Momento, with Marvin Williams of abrushi's uh, But right now, it's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions uh, I mean, every week. Uh, there's not a week that goes by that we're not in a brewery, that we're not looking at somebody's taps, and uh, Jeff Rourke's had his hand in it. You know why? He's the most trusted guy in the business. 20 years. He's a family man. Uh, he just does it right. It's all in the name, A-plus, and you need an A-plus report card for your draft lines. It's very import- important. Efficiency is uh, it- It's paramount. When it comes to uh, draft lines, because if you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, Jay? You're uh, pouring your beer... I've messed it up. Well, how do you mess? She up? She put more? her hands up and you it get one me up. line a week. <laughs> you're pouring your money down the drain. Don't Greg. pour your money down the drain. Just take that money and put it up front and get a hold of a guy like Jeff Rourke in A Plus Beverage Solutions and get it all rearranged so that uh, you're actually profitable with the beer. Imagine that I'm profitable mm-hmm. with the beer that I have and I don't look like a fool pouring foam or I don't look like a fool because I I don't have the latest uh, nitro line and just there's so many delicious uh, micro beers on tap Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions again uh, if you want to add a beer wine water nitro he doesn't stop there he's going to do your maintenance for you he's going to do your refrigeration he's Jeff on the spot give him a call 720-272-3809 720-272-3809 Jeff Rourke A Plus Beverage Solutions
3: This is
0: the Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant
3: Group I'll see you guys soon My name is Jennifer Jasinski and I'm listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio
1: I wish. <laughs> I wish. I love Jen Jasinski. She just does oh, so many great things. And Rioja was, is, was. And I think, you know, I look at places and people like that. That'll shut down. On Larimer Street, six months. How long was her remodel?
2: It was a while. A while. A month, yeah.
1: And restaurants, they don't make any money. I mean, if you're the best restaurant at like 8% profit margin it's scary Ma- yeah, The margins are so slow you know even with a minimum wage hike you're it, it's like where do you find the money where do, where do you cut it from it and and this gal has been able to make things so successful it's like hey we're shutting it down for six months we're gonna roll it back out because we're gonna keep this thing humming the way that it uh, always mm-hmm. has and should and just mad respect uh, what's Frank's Banano's deal he's opening up Craig's something
2: 75 just opened
1: Is that like the name of his 75th restaurant? Yeah, right. Well, first of all,
2: five is a classic cocktail, but... he opened a new French place called Good for French him. 75.
1: Good for him. Yeah. For every restaurant you open, you got to close it, though. <laughs> well,
2: he did. <laughs> he, yeah, he recently closed one.
1: Unless yeah. you're a Bruce, you just uh, go you all over reopening. Colorado. Yeah, and Marvin Williams. Hey, listen, this is great having you on the show. Thank you for being here. Right, thanks, of course. It's a pleasure being here. Uh, so many things to cover. First of all, uh, movement. We just talked about movement. Here you are in Lakewood. Uh, talk about the move.
3: Yeah, well, it's 10 blocks south. So you go from Wheat Ridge to Lakewood. I mean, just a few blocks across the street is golden. So we're like at the four corners, it seems like. Um I do want to say that a plus that a plus um, yeah. we use them. We use Jeff. Do you really, Ironically, Yeah, we used him. He installed our stuff right down the time.
1: six, twenty three, forty eight. We'll pull that off there. Jeff lo- it, do, do, he and, touches so many people's lives. Yeah. What did he do for you? he well, it, did we he were, do your build out?
3: yeah, he did he did all of our draft lines. We were going to go straight out of the cooler going uh straight out of these uh subway tiles Mm. and it wasn't a possibility because our countertop was about a foot deeper than it was should be and he just you know hunkered down figured out a solution Um, it's in the name (laughs) beverage solutions we did a glycol system and we got 18 draft lines 18 um, 18 you guys are humming and then uh two cocktails on draft and oh,
2: nice. Are you doing cocktails? Yeah. How's that work doing? out? Yeah.
3: yeah, it's working out great.
1: Really? Because yeah. we've been trying to, we've talked to people about, you know, we have a, a place, Rocker Spirits, and they have to batch all their cocktails. Yeah. Um, and anything that's served out of their um, tasting room has to be Rocker Spirit or uh, originated. And so they're batching stuff and, and they do a lovely job with it. But boy, some lines would be great for something like that,
3: huh? And so we do Tito's. We do it right now. We're doing a peach on a beach. Cool. So that's a pretty cool little drink. And then uh, we're doing Milagro. So we're doing a nice, oh. nice mar- margarita on there. Nice. And Yeah, they're working out great. We go through, uh, you know, a five gallon uh, Cornelius keg about every three days and people are loving it.
1: Wow. Yeah. Cool. That's great. Um, so many moving pieces to where you are right now in, in Lakewood. The transition took place. I, I want to say May, but I probably messed that up. Huh? Yeah, It was the
3: end of May. Um, we wanted to open up back in, in, you know, February, then it became March, then it became May, and ended up being June. Um, and we thought it was an excellent choice for us to move. Our rent at the old place was just incredibly expensive. And after being there for 16 years, it just wasn't an option So um, to stay there. So we ended up uh, getting um, uh, financing, and it was cheaper for us to build a new restaurant from scratch, from the ground up, than it was to keep paying rent in our existing wow. place. And so the space is beautiful. It's very open. It's a very open concept. Um, instead of garage doors, we have these big sliding glass doors. So it's all open up from the patio to the bar to the dining room. And it's just an incredible space. What kind of square footage are you working with? 5,000. Wow. So 5,000, we got 180 seats. 180 seats? And that's with the patio. So what did you
1: have before at the old spot? About
3: 140.
1: Okay, yeah. 40 yeah. more yeah. seats. Yeah. My yeah. estimation, that's about... Ten thousand a seat a year that's, a good, that's, a, that's good, a good chunk. get a little move there I like that definitely uh so so do and listen um you're moving it, it's like you did not rebuild your concept
3: we rethought the concept so we still are Italian but part of the fire and wine is a new tagline because we did want to be something else other than just a Bruschis Italian restaurant so we wanted to be a bruci's fire and wine because we did start with uh um a wood fire pizza oven. So we have a wood fire pizza oven instead of a stone fire instead of stone pizzas. Um so that was part of it. We got a couple fireplaces. My wine list is really small, intimate. Everything in there is by the glass and by the bottle. So you come in there, anything you want, you get a taste of. That's great. So, you know, really try and make that very user friendly. And it was just we needed to do that really to stay current. You tightened it up. Yeah.
1: Tightened up the concept because uh, you already had a a really great concept with a, a, a large following as well. Uh, you talked to so many locals in Colorado that are oh sure, I been doing-.
3: you know really try and make that very user friendly. And it was just we needed to do that really to stay current. You
1: tightened it up yeah, Tightened up the concept because uh, you already had a, a really great concept with a, a, a large following as well. Uh, You talk to so many locals in Colorado that are, oh, sure, I've been to a brew sheet. Did you know they moved? Uh, I thought I heard something about that. So it'll be interesting when when you get that influx of people that um, haven't been as of yet.
3: Yeah, and we get that a lot because people do drive by, see the space, and they're really excited about it. So they do pull in there, and they're like, oh, we didn't even know you were because we were in a strip mall. And it was back against, you know, off the road and just not really visible. Mm -hmm. So we really didn't have that visibility that we wanted. And this gives us a lot more because it's right on the road. Do you have a dedicated
1: uh, area in your kitchen to dedicated gluten free?
3: Yeah, so gluten free's always been big for us back in two thousand. And so started.
1: here it just this it seems like such a
3: dichotomy to me to
1: where you're talking about an Italian restaurant like you, that's that's gluten, you yeah. know, yeah. bread, pasta, they, yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden here it is. And I always say that when I see stuff like this, it's like. A, okay, is the owner gluten intolerant or is there somebody in the game here or is it just a very intelligent business person that says, I'm not going to take this uh, percentage of the population that's even growing and growing and growing, whether it's being intolerant or inflammation or celiac, whatever the case may be, there's lifestylers too that if you ignore it, uh, you're on the the short end of the stick.
3: Right, I agree. And it was really just we were opened up six months, And a customer came in and talked to uh, Steve, who is, uh, Jeff and Steve are the owners. So Jeff and Steve opened up the place. Um, Jeff owns it now. Um, Steve is off doing stuff. Uh, But they came in, a customer came in, talked about the gluten-free, and it made sense to us. We could be able to do it. A customer did. A customer came in, talked to us six months after we were opened up, and said, have you thought about gluten-free? And this was back in 2000. In
1: 2000? 2000. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around this because even for me, at that point in time, until I really got to know some people that were, like, really affected, like, what it did. And they and they had to stay at home and really all meal planning for themselves and just bring everything. And I didn't understand it. In two, 2000? Yeah. Yeah, they were just a pain in the ass. That's all they were is, like, people thought of, like, uh, come on, just uh, whatever this is, uh, get over it. Sure. Or eat something organically, gluten. Go, go eat a piece of
3: meat type of thing but you guys took but that serious was, huh it was incredibly simple for us to make sure that we did it the right way so our water that we use for the gluten-free pasta is actually four feet away from our other pasta water so there's no cross-contamination That's good. you know we have a different oven for our pizza oven because you can't do gluten-free inside the regular pizza, regular oven um you know, our croutons are off our line from the salad. We do everything we can. Do to-
1: people actually order? I mean, obviously. I'm just still trying to just catch up, I guess. Um, it, are, Do you have people that seek you out because yes. of it?
3: Yes. We had, when we first started the gluten-free, um, we probably had maybe 10 a day. And easily within the first couple years, we were doing 30 to 40 covers just of gluten-free a day. And now I would say easily it's probably, especially with the new spot, we're probably at about 100. So I'd say probably Twenty percent of the people coming in are looking for gluten free. Stop it,
1: <laughs> yeah, Greg huh? uh, Jay Parker here. Uh, noodles, noodles. Yeah, uh, this is what pops into my head is hearing you, when you're doing that many covers that are gluten free. Do you do you speak with the guest enough to know to give us a ballpark percentage of, of who's eating gluten free as a lifestyle or who's eating gluten free as a necessity for their health? Yeah,
3: you know, we really don't care, honestly, because we want to make sure we. I know, but I best. care. I care yeah, Marvin. too. But I would say that. <laughs> We don't ask because you don't if ask. you ask and you're like, well, it does it really matter to you if you, if it's this or that, the point is, if you're going to do gluten-free, you got to do it right. Right. If well, you don't do it right. True. Then don't do it. Right. Right. So the reality, if it's a diet or if it's a lifestyle or if it's deathly. We have to make sure that it's right 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: No, and I, and I get that 100%. I'm just kind of curious to see the pulse of, like, kind of, you know, people that are seeking out gluten-free stuff. I, I almost, you know, I'm curious on the pulse of, like, uh, why they're doing it. You know, because obviously a lot of people are doing it for health reasons sure. and and therefore will obviously seek out, you know, you guys. But it's like, you know, it's the it's the guy that just goes, or the gal that just says, uh, hey, listen, man, I've just cut it out of my life because, you know, I don't want it in me. And so I'm just curious to know if anybody right. says anything. They already said he doesn't know.
3: It. I would say (laughs) he doesn't know tell me (laughs) Marvin tell me here's what I'll tell you in the beginning definitely it was a higher more percentage of people because of the disease because Mm -hmm. of celiac really which is such a teeny teeny right but it was so big for us so now I would say that it's probably 60 percent of the people come in for that and 40 percent come in because of its dietary but for us, again, yeah. it's, we want to make sure we're right 100%. No, we I mean, do
1: have to break. I don't want to spend the whole time sitting here talking about gluten-free with you, but I do have a story related to providing gluten-free uh, products to people that are gluten-free and uh, the disbelief that it's actually happening. I want to tell that story when we get back, and then I want to mention John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things, Supplies Your... Love John. Yeah, John's the guy, right? It's great. He's the guy. Uh, he's one, one guy that... Uh, Doesn't leave one stone unturned. Heck no. And uh, he's a a go-getter. He's a sponsor of the show. I can say that, but I can also say that I wish every sponsor of the show would take a 20-minute John Irvin class. On how to hustle. You're absolutely. I'm actually shocked that I haven't got a text from John uh, during the show to say something like, uh, "Ask Marvin about this." You know, and he's normally texting us through the show. It's not like we're on the air or anything, John, but he'll text us and be like, uh, "Hey man, ask this guy about uh, this," and he has great plays. And he's a he's a maniac. He's a I got maniac. a cool story. It involves a gentleman that uh, can't do the gluten. He had some good stuff presented to him, and he didn't want to have it at first because he didn't believe it, and he didn't want to mess up his health. So we'll come back, and this is really cool to catch up with uh, uh, Marvin. Marvin, you are the GM, right? Marvin Williams, GM over there at a the Brucey's Fire and Wine Italian Restaurant, 2200 Youngfield out our Street in Lakewood. And uh, Are reservations necessary? You With your the, 180 big right. shot seats there. <laughs> we,
3: we had to move to reservations of large parties only. Did you, so we, we do five or more. Um, that way we can get everybody else in and out as quick as we can to be able to, to really take care of everybody.
1: I say do it. Give them a call because uh, there's nothing better than hunkering down to a big Italian feast and kind of family style. The more the merrier. So do it. 303 232 Twenty-four, twenty-four. How do you get that number? 303-232-2424. Back in a flash, Greg Holland bag noodles. And uh, Chef Nicky right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: So maybe you have a restaurant and aren't making as much money as you'd like. Perhaps you need help with food costs or ideas on improving your menu. Get help now. Email Greg and the chef today. The Modern Eater at gmail.com. Beer always tastes better and fresher when it comes right out of the tap. Now you don't have to go to a bar to get the same great taste with Man Can. The Man Can is a sturdy stainless steel, one gallon keg style craft beer growler. Man Can, it's like a mini craft brewery that travels with you camping, tailgating, up in the mountains, wherever. Perfect for get-togethers. You can keep eight pints of your favorite beer fresh in every man can. Here's how it works. Fill the man can at your favorite brewery or tap station. It keeps beer fresh and carbonated with an awesome pressurized CO2 tap system. The man can is virtually indestructible and gives you a perfect pour every time. It makes pouring craft beer easy, even from the fridge. The man can, a great gift for those who love fresh beer. Wherever you go, bring fresh beer. Get yours today online at mancan.beer. That's (coughs) mancan.beer. What is it, Cooper? (coughs) Brews beers? (coughs) Denver's only all-Belgian style brewery? (coughs) And dogs are welcome? (coughs) Good boy, Cooper! Brews Beers. Sip on classic Belgian styles and unique Belgian inspired beers. They also have a large selection of award-winning, small batch, handcrafted artisan ales. Daily food trucks and plenty of free parking. On Mondays, enjoy half-priced drafts. Tuesdays, it's half price crawlers. Wednesdays is trivia night. And don't miss American Craft Beer Week, May 15th through the 21st. If you like Belgian beers, Brews Beers is the best place to hang in Colorado. 67th and Pecos in Midtown. Call 303 65 that's beer that's 3036502337 and online at brewsbeers bruzbeers.com rocker spirits it's a distillery it's a place to hang it's about quality it's about taste it's about passion Infused with American spirit, Rocker Whiskey, Rocker Rum, Rocker Vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatora. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com.
1: Okay, back to uh, talking to Marvin Williams at a brew she's right now. But the Goods restaurant, I have to tell you about the Goods restaurant. It's a family restaurant. And uh, Jay and I, we get by there once a week, Jay. At least. How- you got to go to the Goods with us.
2: I know, you guys never invite me. It's right me. in the neighborhood. I know, and you drive right by my house, you could scoop me up. It's all right. We would scoop you it's up. It's okay. <laughs> It's fine.
1: It's like every other woman in our life, right, Jay?
2: (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Those are my least least favorite words combined, by the way. But the Goods is great.
1: The Goods Family Restaurant. It's right there attached to the tattered cover building. Across from East High School. Sprawling patio. And I'll tell you what, Mark Whistler has done a great job, attention to detail, of I sit out on his patio and he puts up a... Uh, strings so his vines go up and he's he's enclosing it that way for a little privacy and it's it's the seats are very almost too comfortable where i'm like hey mark you better get some metal in here because the people are going to hang out too long you know you know that's not what you want uh it's conducive to exactly that being a family neighborhood restaurant come and hang uh, bring the kids. You know why? Dedicated kids room where it's like you could drop Jay off in there for two hours and know that he's fine.
2: Yeah, you don't have you don't have to lose track. He's
1: there. gonna ride on the walls with chalk. He's gonna play with all the the puzzles. There's a pinball game that you're able to mess with as well. Get this, and I hope my information's correct in, in my head. Uh, Wednesdays, kids eat free. What? If I mean parents are if you're hearing me right now mm-hmm. that's a big part of like our first of all are my kids cool are they gonna but they're gonna eat free too yeah uh no-brainer get down to the goods restaurant 20. 20- Five five zero two five five zero East Colfax attached to a tattered cover building across from East High School a great long sprawling bar a patio that you can't beat it's on the, it's eastern exposure so in the afternoon that that west sun is just not pounding down on you and on these 90 to 100 degree days when you get on that cool patio and uh, drops it drops at probably 10, 15 degrees, perfect. Get down there, The Goods Restaurant, 2550 East Colfax, Denver, Colorado
3: My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, right back at it. The
1: Modern Eater Show live in the Mile High City, 640 p.m. This is great that we're catching up right now. Been wanting to do this for um, quite some time. Chef uh, John uh, Tizar. Tizar, Tizar, he's going to come up with the uh, element kitchen and cocktail in the in the kitchen segment in about, I don't know, six minutes. But in the meantime, and in between time, it's Marvin Williams, GM, at a Bruce's Fire and Wine Italian restaurant. There's a few more things we want to cover. I had a quick story. We're at the uh, Crafty Fox. Crafty Fox is a tap house and pizzeria. They're. Doing what you're doing. They're like, we're going to dedicate a part of our kitchen to gluten. It's a pizzeria. They put the holiday like you have a uh, 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 100%, not a gluten reduced, right. 100% gluten-free. It's delicious. And um, Karen Hertz is doing a wonderful job in Golden, getting that beer out there and really partnering up with the right places. Right. It just makes so much sense. So we're having a business meeting. And actually, the Crafty Fox was bringing on Holliday that day. So we had the blonde the that was coming in. And we're drinking in. We said, we said hey, you want to be? He's like, man, I'm only doing ciders. I'm only doing meads. Can't do the gluten. We said, here's a dedicated gluten-free beer for you. He's like, I can't take the chance. Can't take the chance. I believe you. My mind doesn't. Right. It doesn't register inside of my head. But more and more, and you go into a place like John Irvin's, a dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada, and time and time again, Jay and I have seen people weeping because they're introduced back to foods, bread. It's like, here's some... (laughs) Food does that to you. You'll get emotional with some food, and when you get something put back in, the, and and it's come so far with these guys like John Irvin, and like uh, Karen Hertz,
3: that you can't tell the difference. No, we've had John's bread for forever, and it's been just amazing. And we just brought on Halliday. I mean, probably three months before we opened up the new spot, he had come in, talked to us, and it was like done. I was like. Dedicated tap line to you. We're not opening up for three months, but I'll go ahead and dedicate it to you right now.
1: So above and beyond anything else, just the moral to that story is people probably walk through through the the doors of Bruschis and and they probably are like, this is gonna be the best night of my life. Right. I'm eating Italian food, it's gluten free, I got beer, I got it, it couldn't happen before.
3: Right.
1: It just couldn't happen. And uh so We're proud to be part of that. I I I'm proud of you guys. I really am. It gives me chills. To think that that's really touching people's lives in a way that uh, bringing them food that they wouldn't normally be able to eat. Right. Uh, limoncella, what's
3: your affinity with that? So when we had opened up a uh, second location back in 2010 in Cherry Creek um, for a short time, I had come up with a limoncella recipe over there, and it was amazing, loved it. And so when I came back to Abrucci's, I took a five-year sabbatical, um, came back to and And uh, the first thing that I did was start making the limoncello again. Um, I really enjoyed it. Thank you for sharing
1: this with us here today.
3: Uh, Nikki, you're uh, an aficionado
1: yes, of the I limoncello. Yes, I my own.
2: We've made blood orange before and limoncello and Meyer lemon, and I'd like to put mine up against yours someday. Nice. Just saying. We can have a battle, limoncello battle. Right I'm up.
1: already uh, dreaming up a remote broadcast from a brew And I think there's a lot of fun stuff we can do. We can do kind of like gluten-free versus, you know, we can do, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then the introduce the limoncello. And
2: the limoncello is delicious. How long does it take you to make a batch of limoncello? And so how does, big is your batch?
3: So it does take two weeks, and I make them in. Uh, 16 liter batches okay. um, which is nice because we're going through those in about two weeks which is really good so I make the 16 liter batch it is something that I wanted to make sure that was not too alcohol too sweet too tart that everyone could drink it because it's sort of like just everything in a restaurant we want people to come in and not just have Italian but have short ribs have okay. salmon tacos have rigatoni and sausage and so the same thing was with the limoncello. I wanted it to be able to please for everybody. I'm starving. Chick-friendly and...
2: Chick-friendly.
1: I'm starving, Marvin. It's
2: delicious. <laughs> There's com- limoncello, cello. I'm
3: coming on
1: out to Abruci's <laughs> here soon. Invite us. We'll come. We'd love Almost to come left. down and see you. Uh, give a shout-out. 32nd Elevator speech of why people should come visit you at uh, 2200 Youngfield Street in Lakewood. Abruci's Fire and Wine Italian Restaurant. What is it?
3: I would say that when we first opened up, We would say when you come once, you're going to be a regular because of the atmosphere, because of the food, uh, because of the service. And we would say that that is tenfold now. We are striving to be the place to come, not just on that side of town, but um, everywhere. We want people to come from everywhere in Denver to us to really give us a chance to see what good quality food, good quality drinks, good quality service is like. That's a home
1: run let's right go now. Done, sold. Huh? Yeah. Let's show go. over, yeah. let's go. Let's go. With 18 taps, that's cool. Um, we'll have to uh, catch up. We want to look at everything that you've got going on down there and do a video. And uh, this might be cool. New Image Brewing Company there. That might be uh, something you want to consider on one of your taps Most there. Definitely. Uh, these guys are going to be coming up in the Drinker Show. Looking forward to... Brandon Caps, owner, founder, head brewer. It sounds like he does it all. I wonder if he works there alone. We'll figure that out in the next hour. And uh, next coming up, it's uh, Element Hospitality and Chef John uh, Tzar. Ye close. I mean, that's close. Yeah. Tzar. No, it's Tzar.
2: Tzar. Tzar.
1: Like Sars. Like sarcastic <laughs> without the castic. I'll get it right. No, you won't. You win. The show's over. Well, yeah, absolutely. Hey, not everybody can have a name like Brandon Caps. I just let's saying just that, hope, right? Well, now. Let's hope you're saying Lucky that. Lucky. Right. He, he, Well, I don't know. It's probably like uh, Brandon. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. Capes. You know? Wait. I mean, I think you're all right. I didn't ask him in the elevator. Capas. <laughs> 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 what do you think, yeah. Brandon? He's like, I hate he any was, of them. He all like, of them. Yeah. Like any. Full options. That's right. We'll get you a social security number for all of those names. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, whichever one you just want to. <laughs> That's right. We need it sometimes. All right, let's take a break. Marvin, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate Absolutely. It, thank you very much. You are a class act guy. Continued success to you and a Bruce. We'll be back in a flash in the kitchens next. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio
0: love great food and drinks get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants follow us on facebook facebook.com slash the modern eater you're thirsty you want a drink a swig something to quaff imbibe you want bogey's beer and wine 400 craft beers we're talking lagers suds brewskis you name it they got it 170 whiskeys. Hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch. It's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine. It's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. Tap house. Pizzeria. Mamma mia, it's a booze. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Named one of the hottest new bars in Denver by Zagat. 60 rotating taps dedicated to delicious craft beer. With permanent Russian river blind pig handle. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. The most heavenly pizza you've ever tasted. The freshest ingredients baked to perfection. This menu, they use the same ingredients that they use to make it the craft. with two outdoor patios, including a rooftop deck, with a majestic view of downtown Denver, located just a mile north of Coors Field. Let's play ball! 3901 Fox Street in Denver. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. It's It's both. The Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House, where craft is their middle name. Check them out at craftyfox.beer. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge.
1: And it's time for In the Kitchen. All right, back at the show right here, the Modern Eater Show, 651 in the Mile High City. And just a lovely summer day. I've really been enjoying these summer days. Uh, really strange. Would <laughs> have never thought this would happen. We're, we're uh, trying. We've been we're chasing them all week long, and you know what? It's like one of those things to where I want to be chased in my life, just a little bit. Well, you know, it's it, what it, chased me, Jay. What it reminds me <laughs> of is like, is is this is my the argument it's afterwards hoax. is like, is like he said yes. This is a he uh, said yes. He confirmed. He is a chef, John teasar teasar well yeah teasar
2: <laughs> so whatever we want follow no. yeah, no, no, whatever you
1: want now uh, it's uh, chef Johnny T. <laughs> 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 Element We're Hospitality Group. Uh, supposedly, there's a restaurant well, that's going to be opening on Broadway. In it, Greg, in his defense, he is also cooking in the kitchen in Texas. So, technically, if you wanted to. Then don't make the well, interview. Well, I know, but I'm just trying to help. Time yeah, is money. To, I'm trying to help. him. We're live on li- the air. I'm trying to help him out a little bit. You know. This is it. I know. I'm this just, is the big time. T- I Heart Radio, man. Weekend show. This, I, how, uh, how are you getting bigger yeah, than this, man? I, hey, uh, this is like yeah. second to Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's right come on uh good news though good we... news is is that uh, marvin never left the studio that's hey, right you want to do some role playing no I... you you want to you want to be chef john uh
3: tasar does he have an accent
1: i don't know no. do whatever you want hey chef uh what's it to, are you excited to have a restaurant <laughs> opening up here I am in denver thoroughly
3: excited about opening up a restaurant in denver because it is the place to open up a restaurant what's the hardest thing about implementing concepts The hardest thing about implementing concepts is making sure you have the right concept.
1: Yeah. People are going to like it. Is this the right concept? One of the the concepts of uh, Element Hospitality is Sneak Easy. And this is a very interesting uh, saloon or lounge selling alcoholic beverages, small bites, and the rarest and most coveted sneakers (laughs) like my Yeezys.
2: Literally, they're going to be selling sneakers. And at first blush,
1: I'm like, hey, that's
3: kind of cool. Smells like it'll sell.
2: Yeah, for a little while.
1: <laughs> Some kicks. Okay, uh, one thing that I did want to cover with yeah. you, so I'm glad that we have a little bit of time tipping.
2: Yes, tipping. Yeah, can we talk
1: about that? Uh, so Bruce, here. They go mm. two years ago. They they step out and they say, "All right, uh, we're going to go to a no tip, um, just a you call it a service charge."
3: So we do call it a hospitality charge. Uh, you um, had, to soften, you, you had to soften that up. You had to soften that up because I mean the conception of a service charge. Is yeah. for people that it's an automatic service charge. You get yeah. that.
1: It's a gratuity It's over and above,
3: right? Yeah, and it's just a, it is an entirely different way of thinking of how to do a restaurant.
1: Why do you need that? So here I'm going to go both sides. One side is you're going to have some lazy people that just don't care because. Uh, I can't yeah the name that came up for me is somebody who actually works there, so I'll make another name Anne. and it, it just double times it. She works so hard. and Paul, he kind of just floats along a little bit and this
3: and that, but now Anne makes as much as Paul. True. And I would say that it is my job to make sure that that inequity doesn't happen. Sure, give me an example. Manage up mm. and manage out right mm. Uh, mm. You know I'll give you an example is we've had um, somebody that's worked there six, seven months uh, not pulling his weight. Um, how do you what's the barometer you know what it's customer feedback because i'm having to constantly go to a table and apologize then that person doesn't yeah. need to work here right and you continually train Isn't
1: it, but you're still tracking how
3: much how how many sales they do right though sure we definitely try and check that and we want to have an incentive program to be able to which is what like if they sell two thousand dollars worth of wine in a week sure we'll add hundred two hundred dollars to a paycheck so spiff yes oh that's so neat. we want to be able to do that we're working on that. Definitely. So is healthcare provided now? Not right now. Is that something you're, I mean, I think like that
1: that was something that was important to have this family environment to where, you know, all for one, one for all yes. type of atmosphere rather than, um, hey, listen, I'll just get a job down the street tomorrow. Let's sure. let's hunker in. Let's get some benefits. Let's get a you know your paycheck's going to be X amount of dollars every two weeks, right. or however however we're that close works. To that. That, yes. Right, right. Yeah. So consistency, stability. You saw that climate, and again, hey, if you were the guys that in two thousand that were looking at the curve for gluten free, and you recognized it and saw it, that I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money in your basket and say that you. But this European model, it's a strange one sure uh how's it being received
3: i would say that a couple years ago when we first started it it was definitely a shock to the system but now that has softened uh, part of it is because of the people that we do hire now uh, that buy into that system that are willing to put forth and do an excellent job give a 25 percent service now that doesn't happen all the time because we're all human and we are just opened up a new restaurant so we're trying and we do make mistakes.
1: This helps out with the disconnect from the front of the house to the back of the house too. Is all definitely. right, that And explain how that works out.
3: So all of our servers make anywhere from 16, let's say 16 to $21 an hour. And all of our back of the house, and, and those are full-time servers, all of our back of the house full-time people make anywhere from 14 to $17 an hour. So there's still a little bit of of, of discrepancy there? Not much. Yeah, but that's but, a good-paying a yeah.
2: house job in Denver. But
3: there's a lot more respect between each other. Because mm-hmm. we're all in it together, and we're all doing our damnedest. Any thing. animosity? No. Not even at the beginning? No. Well, there was some at the beginning. Sure. Kitchen was happy. Servers were not. Sure. But it's all again in how you... How much turnover be. did you have? Probably half the staff quit in the first six months.
2: And Ex- that's okay, Probably right?
3: expected, right? But... A new broom sweeps clean. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of those... Over the next two years, probably sixty percent of those ended up going away, and then we brought in new people, fostered those, opened up the new restaurant, brought in new people, fostered those, and it's a it is a process that we just want to make incredible.
2: So, with going two years ago when you made the change, did you find that you had to bump your prices two to five dollars to make up for the differential, or was it like twenty to cents to a dollar that no, you had to No, bump? there are
3: two ways to think about this. You can increase your prices. Now, there's a lot of sticker shock with that. So you walk in and you see a $20 hamburger and you're like, why is that $20? And you ask and they tell you and you're explained. Or you can do a service charge. So we did the hospitality charge of 20%, more so to be transparent in that because it is something different for everybody. And it's hard for people to understand that. But the customers that do buy into it really enjoy it. They like it. Servers that buy into it really enjoy it. They like it.
2: With opening a new space do you have to educate your new clients and yes. guests to say, Hey, 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 this is a place? Yeah, some place. people aren't
1: used to it, but more and more sure. I think people are seeking it out for a few things. Got a break, Marvin. Thank pleasure. You.